episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Gym Aware. In today's world of strength and conditioning, data collections become the utmost of importance, and that's exactly where Gym Aware separates itself from the competition. Because when we're sitting there and looking to collect data, what data are you actually collecting? And are the numbers you're looking at fitting into the exercises that you're utilizing? And even more so, are they going to answer the questions that you're looking for? Looking at different ways that you are moving the barbell through peak and mean, both velocity and power, is really what separates gym aware from the competition. Being able to understand what your ballistic exercises are doing separate to what your strength exercises are doing really allows you to program at a much more specific level for your athletes. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au to see what Evan and his team have in store for you today. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some fantastic practitioners that are always searching for more. But more what? What are strength and conditioning coaches searching for to better their ability to prepare their athletes? Well, what about cutting edge information or a place where you can find different opinions from forward thinking coaches on what you're doing, how you're doing, and try to get feedback to be better for your athletes? Or what about a place where you'll find like-minded coaches that can provide solid coaching advice and career development for you as you progress through your career as a strength and conditioning professional? Well, this is exactly why we built the Strength Coach Network. You'll have access to exclusive monthly content on top of the sensationally active forum that we have where you can communicate with coaches all over the world to find those answers that you're looking for to help you be a better practitioner for your athletes. So make sure you hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 11th episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of Gym Aware. In this show, we're going to try to dive a little deeper into some of the top minds in the world of sport performance and try to learn a little bit about who they actually are and how they got to where they are today. Today we are joined by Elon University's Director of Strength and Conditioning, Nick DeMarco. Nick, thanks for being with us, brother. Jay, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, stoked for this one. So before we get rolling too far into this, who is Nick DeMarco? Uh, husband, father, most importantly, um, and then teacher and a coach. Uh, obviously, if you're in this profession, you spend a lot of hours doing what you're doing. And if you don't love it, you're probably in the wrong profession. So uh, really, that's the only three things I have a ton of time for. Yeah, no doubt about that. But now that we're looking forward, okay, and we're looking at Nick as the teacher coach, let's talk about an epiphany that you've had through your career, something that really had a big impact on you and it's, has really gotten you to get the wheels turning a bit. Uh, there's been quite a few, honestly. Um, most people probably follow our Elon stuff. It's for agility. And obviously one of the epiphanies I had is that uh, the pro agility does nothing to correlate towards agility um, would be one. Back squatting is probably not the most important thing. So I'd say just overall that there's no exercise that's really that important. It's really just a matter of finding what is most critical to the athlete, um, kind of like your most recent uh, My Thoughts Monday, just reverse engineering the sport, thinking about what's important, and finding a way to train the quality as opposed to being so obsessed with the actual movement being chosen. 
Yeah, I think that that's kind of a novel idea, but when you sit there and you take a step back, it's something that really is what we were taught to do the entire time we've been coaching. Absolutely. And it's, I don't know, I think it's one thing that is clearly messed up when you look at the broad scope of strength and conditioning is that uh, Mike Boyle square peg round hole analogy of everyone just trying to force feed these same things and not a whole lot of autonomy. It's all just obedience and this is what you're going to do and this is what we have to do versus in reality, there's not too many things that you have to do to be successful. There's a lot of qualities that need to be reached to be successful, but no certain movements necessarily that have to be trained. I dig that. That's a great line. There's a lot of qualities that are important, but the movements really that are important are limited. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> I dig it, man. But running down those rabbit holes, you know, you got to be an inquisitive guy to come to some of those type of ideas. So if Nick could ask one question and he knows that he's going to get the response, what is that question and why? Within the realm of performance, it would certainly be um, just how to how do I optimize performance for each individual, which that would be a hard question to ask and there's no individual necessarily probably that would answer it but really I feel like there's no just I mean going back to my last last bit there it's there's no real truth we're just always trying to get a little bit closer to that truth um, as to how to optimize things and you know I think it was just yesterday there's a big debate on minimal effective dose and uh, what is minimal what is effective and uh, just as far as trying to optimally perform, pe prepare people for performance, there's just so many roads that you can go down and get lost on. But what is truly optimal for performance would definitely be that. And that's not just physical, but culturally, um, psychologically, and physically how to perform optimally. Well, you preface that with performance-wise. Is there another question outside of that? Mm, number one question would be, how does the world start? That's something that me and my wife talk about pretty daily, and that intrigues me way too much. That might be interesting, because that could lead to some <laughs> crazy responses. It can lead to a lot of crazy ideas. That's something that I, uh, I'll ask people randomly in like our performance prep, or me and my wife talk about. It's like, how the heck did this shit happen? That's pretty wild. Well, listen, man. <laughs> so a guy who's coaching his tail off and doing a lot of things to help people get better down there in North Carolina, got to have a way to recharge and get the battery right. So what's Nick's escape? What, what do you do to take that coaching hat off and go hide and, and let that battery go back up to, to full? Um, for me, it's trying not to spend too much time in the office and just spend time at home with my family and avoid my phone as much as I can, um, which is a habit that I think all of us in this generation could afford to uh, get better at. And I certainly need to get a little bit better at. But if I could just put down my phone, relax with my daughter and my wife, uh, relax, watch TV, get hooked on some new uh, Netflix show or something like that, that's that's pretty optimal for me for recharging. 
Well, and I'll tell you what, that back patio you just put together is going to be a heck of a spot to work on that too, man. It definitely is. And watch the little Cardinals postseason. That's going to be big this next couple weeks here. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, brother, appreciate your time as always, man. This is sensational, and uh, we'll be in touch real soon. Thanks for having me, Jay. Yeah, man, cheers.